Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! How you doing out there? How's everybody feeling today? Me, I'm feeling pretty good, I must say. And uh, we hope you are too. Who is we? Well, we, this part of we, is, uh, what are your co-hosts? Adam Beebe. Uh, and uh, the other part of we is my co-host and best friend and oldest friend and uh, somebody who I've seen uh, drink out of a toilet when he was just a very a toddler um, because the dog did it. And that's why this is Barry Johnston. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, I don't know how to respond to that. But that's yeah, that did happen. <laughs> it did happen. It did happen, man. I tell yeah. you what, this weekend I, I felt like I drank out of a toilet. I had a, <laughs> an old friend come into town and man, we... We went hard. We went hard the first night. And uh, as old men do, we kind of petered out the second night. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm great, dude. How are you? How are things? Good, man. Good. Uh, just, you know, I've got uh, some cool stuff in the works. And, uh, you know, got some a couple of art projects going on. Yeah. And uh, yeah. some other stuff cooking. And, yes. uh, you know, we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, man, I'm uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Um, have you heard this story? It's come out in the past uh, few days to a week. Okay. Um, about this guy in Illinois who uh, had killed his mother and his sister oh. and buried their bodies in plastic tubs sealed with duct tape and buried them in the backyard. Oh, Have you heard wow. About this? Well, I, I, I think I'd seen the headline or something, but I was busy and I didn't ever go back to look at it. But that's a wild story. But also, yeah. um, it doesn't shock me that it's from up the, in that area. <laughs> I hate to say it, <laughs> but, but no, you can know, you elaborate on that a little bit? Like what, uh, well, how what old was he? How old was this kid? Oh, well, he was probably in his, I think he's at least, you know, probably 40s, 50s, something like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, I don't remember exactly. I didn't dive too much into it. Okay. And um, it's all still allegedly, because he hasn't been, uh, you know, formally prosecuted charged. for it all yet. Right. But um, so uh, they, they found his mother and his sister all folded up in tubs, in plastic tubs, buried in the backyard. Uh, he says... He he said that uh, his mother died in uh, I want to say 2015. 2015. And yeah, and his sister knew about it. Um, and then I think he said his mom fell down the stairs, and then um, his sister died of COVID uh, in 2020. He says. Wow. And so uh, and she knew about it, so that's why you know it wasn't reported before. But the police think that. Both of these events may have taken place like eight months ago, something like that. Regardless, he's also been um, 
cashing his mother's uh, social security checks, which is of course. How many times do you hear that story of people murdering somebody, an older person, just to cash their uh, their social security checks? Just I know that's what I was thinking when you said that ah. too. I was like, how does that go unnoticed for so long? Which I'm sure he was. You know, I mean, the, the government would have no reason to think she's gone. That you know, if she's no, no. cashing her her checks. That's so crazy. And- you know, a lot of times, if it's like an older person, and it's you know, a bank might know that that old person can't get to the bank themselves. You yeah, know, yeah. so their son, or their maybe the son was on the account. Sure. I don't know for sure something. But regardless, terrible, terrible, terrible events there. And uh, you know, hope the guy uh, he seems guilty. He seems to at least acknowledge that you know they yeah. did it, but he did it, but not to necessarily. You know, it was all accidents or whatever. Everybody knows that when your mom falls down the stairs, the proper procedure is to fold her up into a plastic tub, duct tape it, and bury it in your own backyard. <laughs> Absolutely. Get, ri- get rid and of the not, evidence, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, because it's accidents. It wasn't evidence. It was just natural. This is how they do things there, apparently. Uh, now, that's great. Yeah, just tragic. But um, Yeah, that is, man. Well, I yeah, I, I definitely look forward to seeing what what comes of that i'm always interested in those crazy ass stories man you know like you know mom buried in the backyard for seven years and nobody notices it you know it's just like holy shit dude like something about that fascinates me and maybe that's why i'm so into the you know the whole uh you know true crime stuff so much is just the the human mind what what you can do in order to to get what you want and the links that people will go to to make that happen is just crazy. I'm watching a, a show right now, man, which is really good. If you haven't seen it, it's called, I think it's called something about Pam. Have you seen that uh, advertised anywhere? It's uh, I know it's on Hulu. I think it's on Peacock, but it's a true story about a, uh, a woman that kills one of her best friends and then gets the insurance money from it. She ends up killing her mother and, and yes. she lives in a small town, and the the small town kind of uh, rigs the um, the trial in her favor. It's just a bizarre story. It it ends up going to like the Supreme Court or what, or the next appellate court or whatever it is, and they reverse the the judgment. But it is a fascinating story, man, for sure. I haven't watched that, but I believe I've heard that story on um, like some true crime podcast. Uh, like uh, my favorite murder or uh, another. I don't know if they, maybe they, I don't know if they did it on uh, last podcast or not, but yeah. Yeah. If that's the one I'm thinking of, I think it probably is. It's a well-known crazy. Yeah. Oh, it is, man. It is. It's uh, it's really, and it's done really well. Uh, Renee Zellweger plays the girl, the, the woman. Right. Yes. And she's in a fat, she's in a fat suit, you know, or, uh, the makeup, you know, to like, I I could, in the beginning I was like, wait a minute, I know her. And then I was like, Oh, that's Renee Zellweger. But yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool show, man. So definitely watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. Speaking of uh, other weird stories, we've got a great, a great bunch of stories from a guest today. We brought on our friend Jessica, and uh, she has really an interesting life. Absolutely. Jess is a quite a character. We really had fun talking to her. So thank you uh, for joining us, Jess, from just outside of Hotlanta. Welcome to our podcast, What's 
your weird story. My life is a weird story. So, I mean, I just, that's where I, I don't even, I always never know where to start when you're a medium and you communicate with the uh, dead. That, uh, you know, that kind of just, you know, sets the stage for weird. Mm. Uh, it's not generally the regular run of the mills. So my son's actually been asking me to tell people that I was a prostitute just because he thinks that that would be easier to explain. <laughs> and mom talks to dead people. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so, but, you know, the, um, you know, my each day is always, uh, I guess, a little level of weird. So we started out this morning with, you know, the, the email that says, I've got extreme paranormal activity. Can you help? Well, I guess so. That's what I'm here for. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'll deal with your, your spiritual, uh, you know, shit storm that you've got going on over there. <laughs> nice so what so what so you have um you people contact you and you help them out with their with their issues i do a uh, i guess a, there's a few different things that i do my main focus has always been to uh, communicate with the spirit realm so i will work with uh you know communicating with the departed people that have lost family members that they're still struggling with that loss you know, I can help them to reconnect maybe if there's been a tragedy or even just a time that they just felt like they needed to still have that person's um, communication. Wow. And then also I will work with, you know, anybody that is having extreme paranormal activity or situations in their, you know, home or business. And, you know, I'm generally the one that they call when they're wanting to run from the building. I'm running in it. So uh, <laughs> to, to take care and handle whatever's going on. Wow. So. Um, it's a little bit of a unique thing, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, but yet I'm scared of clowns. So <laughs> that's funny. So. Did that, is that scared of clowns? Does that have any origin to, uh, Pennywise, the clown from, uh, old, with Tim Curry as particularly I mean, come on, there is like, I mean, clowns just was I mean, John Gacy. I mean, let's well, yeah. clowns in general are just weird and creepy. I mean, so, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's something there. I mean, so, I mean, it's no, I mean, it's not going to deal with that. So, so now I've got friends who will send me this stuff just to mess with me. I'm like, that. <laughs> but yeah, so I've, um, I've worked with, you know, people with, they're having, I guess, um, low level, negative, di- demonic, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, activity within their homes, poltergeist activity, uh, all the way to, you know, working with uh, just a one-on-ones and events and parties for, you know, people that need messages from loved ones. Gotcha. So, wow. That's amazing. So I'm sure, you, yeah, you have quite a few stories. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm also, a, I guess the, the type of medium that I uh, work with is it's called a transconfiguration medium. Mm-hmm. So I actually, you know, the movie Ghost, where Whoopi Goldberg takes on the face of uh, somebody else, so that can happen to me. So you should actually see random pictures that get taken of me, and there's somebody else's face on me. Wow. So it looks um, weird. Um, it's definitely, that would be a word for it. But sometimes it's, and the, the spirit realm gets entertained by it. So they think it's awesome. So <laughs> I got a picture, and I was like a dude. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so wild. Yeah. It's amazing. Guys, I mean, could y'all stop that? And they're like, watch this. I'm like, no, let's not watch this. <laughs> we haven't, we've had mediums on before, but never anybody that's, that has that ability. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's not something that um, all of them, um, I guess, experience, which I was, it took me a long time to figure it out as to what, um, what it was called and what it was. 
it doesn't happen every time that I actually communicate with the departed, but it does happen. Uh, and sometimes it happens, you know, when, you know, they're just thinking they're going to be funny. So yeah, it's just, I guess, one of the things that they find entertainment in. It, well, you know, I mean, your your spirit, you're wandering around, you don't have a remote, you know, you got to get entertainment where you can. Right. I mean, I know I channeled one of my friends one time after he was murdered and I was trying to get some messages from him. Um, and when he jumped in my body, he goes, look, I have boobs. And I was like, no, you don't, man. I was like, that's my boobs. OK. <laughs> no, that, don't. are you able to um, like in a situation like that? You're talking about very something very serious about murder or something. Somebody dies, or, and people are trying to figure out what happened. Have you been able to help out in those kind of situations? I, I have uh, in some. It's uh, you know, it's there is. I was talking to somebody about it earlier because there are specific mediums that work really, really well, and they can get information that is like. I mean, I'm talking about down to longitude and latitude type stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Yeah, I mean, I still, you know, I am not. don't know if I'm going to get you longitude and latitude, but I can get you a lot of details. So, I mean, there's probably more than what, um, you know, I guess, sometimes more than what I would like to be able to share. So, I mean, because it's a lot of them, especially when it's a murder, is it's it's tough information. I yeah. mean, that's, yeah. I mean, disturbing a lot of times. So, yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, that it, it can. Um, I can a lot of times. Well, I will get the uh, get names. I'll get dates. I'll get uh, locations. I'll get descriptions of things. I can get descriptions of people, especially when it was a murder. I can get descriptions of who they're. If they don't have a name that they can give me, they'll actually be able to give me like the person's description, extremely um, accurate, wow. to where I can give that information. If I can't get a direct name, I have gotten direct names and been able to get those and. At least it was a first name or a nickname, something that they were known by. Yeah, wow. That's, that's, wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have any other words to describe it. That's just, it's amazing. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that it, it, it took me a long time to get to where I could accept it and embrace it. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, when did that yeah. start for you? My earliest memories um, were about two. Wow. Uh, so I have uh, always known, and I guess that I had something different. My my entertainment has always been that my mother told me I had an overactive imagination, and I was like, "No, the fuck, I don't." There's really a dead person right there, um, and then I could give a full description. I'm like, "Look, no, this," and then this is what it looked like. This is, I mean, she's like, "You have such an imagination." Yeah. No, no, it's really not. But okay, but. We're in the South, so that was just, you know, one of those mm-hmm. things that people struggled with uh, being able to accept, sure. I guess. Yeah. So, Is even there... though I came a long line of intuitives, and they would all have different levels of the gift, I'm the first one that truly actually, I guess, stepped into um, this path, mm-hmm. but it was not uh, by choice, so it was... <laughs> so who, so who, who else in your family has that, has some of these abilities? My my father um, and his mother both had dreams and visions. Okay. My mother always had what um, we like to call the gut instincts, which is just another mm-hmm. way that you know you're tapping into the intuition. My um, sister has got uh, certain forms of the gift, but hers is not the same as mine. Where she doesn't like communicate with the dead and things like that, but she can definitely pick up on you know certain I guess 
energies. So more along the lines of if somebody's struggling or emotions or if there's something that she needs to be guided to do, then, you know, she can actually know that there's a certain direction in life that she needs to be kind of trucking in. Wow. So, so you see, you, when you're, you started seeing spirits when you were little, do you, you still see them? And, and that, how often do you see spirits? Well, and Sam, here's the thing is, is I guess it, you know, because everybody always thinks that they were always just like popping up and everything else like that. It's, uh, and it, when my gift was like really out of control, it was constant, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where, I mean, they would just always be, you know, around. And so when I finally got, I guess, like, I guess a handle on it and was able to kind of, I guess, get better control of it. I don't have to deal with that as much anymore as far mm-hmm. as them just, you know, walking up and, you know, wanting to give me random information and stop the lady at Walmart and be like, hey, excuse me. I got something to tell you. This is going to get weird for you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not weird for me, but it's going to be weird for you. Um, but a lot of times the spirit, they're not going to, they don't always fully manifest. So a lot of times what I'm seeing is I'm seeing them in my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. So they'll come up to me, I guess, in an intuitive way. It all depends on how the spirit chooses to step forward and the level of energy that they have that they can work with. Wow, that's one of the things that we've that we've heard from uh, other uh, mediums is about how it can be awkward because someone does come up to you and says, "Hey, in you know, like in the grocery store, and like, hey, I need you to tell this person this," and they won't really. They're like, "I know you can see me. I know you can hear me. I need you to tell that person right there this." And how they'll pester you basically until you do. Yeah, it's like being a drunk at a party or something. Right. That just does not know when to shut up. That's what it is. I mean, so, but I've made a, a, I kind of made a rule with them now that's because, you know, one, my son got tired of me like delivering messages in all kinds of odd, you know, situations like hit his dentist and his, you know, she's in his mouth. And I'm like, hey, so I got something to tell you. And he's like, really, mom? (laughs) I'm like, Sorry, bud. But so now it's more along the lines of if I'm not with a client or unless it's an emergency. So I've asked them to just, you know, simmer it down because he is a 13-year-old boy. And that's, you know, he needs to be able to have his life and not um, mom wandering around relaying stuff to people that have not, um, may not be interested in hearing it. (laughs) Sure, sure. When I was a kid, one of the scarier movies that I remember watching was... uh, Poltergeist, the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit, your experience with those types of things? Like with Poltergeist? Yeah. yeah. Poltergeist are a whole other uh, ball of wax uh, as far as, like, the energy that happens within Poltergeist. I actually had a, a house cleansing last year that was uh, Poltergeist-type type activity. She was dealing with, I mean, like, you know, the doors opening and slamming, you know, cabinets opening and slamming, stuff flying across the room. And there's a, you know, a broad range of reasons that a lot of times, you know, people will start dealing with that poltergeist activity. A lot of times what people don't realize is, is it's people that have maybe intuitive gifts that are in a home and they are maybe dealing with emotional turmoil and because of their own, like, emotional imbalance that Mm -hmm. it will open up a lot of that poltergeist type activity and then all of a sudden you know the mom that they're pissed at has got a coffee mug flying at her head yeah yeah we've heard one of the things we always hear is that uh a lot of times or almost oft all almost all the time but a lot of times with poltergeist is there's it's usually around like you know uh 
young girls who are going into puberty. And so that's already a hormonal storm. And if they have, you know, gifts where they can kind of, I don't know if they're communicating, manipulating or whatever, but something's happening and it's, they are usually drawn to that energy. Yes. Um, and it's it's really it's the, the out of control gifts that that they were brought, they were born with, and then maybe they're going through a lot of emotional stuff, and then you know of course it will amplify now. And the poltergeist activity can can start to manifest further the longer and longer that it's left undealt with. Uh-huh. So if it's left undealt with and it's continuously and it keeps going, it can actually start to manifest into entities. So it can actually develop and draw in uh, entities mm. or spirits, generally uh-huh. lower vibration energies or spirits that are not going to be the ones that you would want to deal with because right. after it's been left for so long, it just continues to, I guess, um, evolve is wow. the best way. But it almost like the, um, the slender man, I'm sure. I mean, everybody's heard of slender man yeah. and everybody like, Oh, it's a movie. It was a movie, but he was actually brought into this realm because so many people had such a fear of him. And so right. many started speaking him about it about it and about and it created an entity right because of the amount of belief within it that is fascinating that is fascinating that that um your intention can can evolve and evoke something like that to come mm-hmm. in right and it's not the one that you want i mean it's, yeah you know it's not the one you want to experience either because it's because it's very those are all very fear-based. Yes. You know? So as those fears, you know, continue to get amplified, and then you've got these people terrified, and then it's like, it's your worst nightmare, but then you've created it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like a cycle. Just a... Yep. Uh, cycle of psycho. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How, how many of those types of situations have you seen over your days? What, of the uh, poltergeist? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know... Well, I did. Um, I did have a uh, one of my episodes of my show that I did because we uh, have a show that I do called Ghostly Encounters. It's on a uh, just a regional. Uh, it's on regional prime television. It's all, they're all on my website. The episodes, but there was one that uh, it, it inhabited a um, a rocking horse. Okay. And the rocking horse would follow people around. Wow. How? Well, a spirit had actually taken over it. Wow. Wow. Well, that's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I burned the horse. I was like, please don't. (laughs) That's not the way you can deal with it. Yeah. Wow. Don't burn it. That's going to cause a whole other situation. Uh, I would say poltergeist wings. I don't remember exactly how many I can say I've dealt with. I mean, I've, you know, it's, I think that it is one that, I mean, I've, I've dealt with a good number of them. I know that the um, you know one of the cases that was brought to me this morning. I know that that one's going to have it's, it's got. I mean, I don't know anything about it yet, except for the fact that she says we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's got some poltergeist activity based on what um, at least I was being led to by spirit. So I haven't seen or I don't know these people. So that's just the gist of what they've given me so far. How does that process work with you when someone gets in touch with you? Do you yeah you meet sort of and talk about kind of what your your their expectations versus your expectations and then how how does that process work 
Well, generally what I've recommended because of, well, for a few different reasons, you know, is that for them to send me a video, of course, I first ask, you know, please ask me first so I know what I'm getting before we, you know, before I get a bunch of stuff spammed over to me. Sure. But uh, I'll ask them to send me a video with no talking, no, you know, no previous details. I don't want any information from you about the property, the house or what you're experiencing. Send me a video of, of everything, you know, of the, of the space and let me go, the, you know, and, and review it. And mm-hmm. at that time, then I can kind of tell you what we're looking at. And so that's kind of my just starting process because it makes it a lot easier uh, for time's sake and also just, you know, what what they're dealing with. So, yeah. And then if they're within the local area, then obviously I will travel to go to the space, which is just a lot easier to do. Sure. But I have uh, I have dealt with uh, cleansings from um, distance cleansings. So we're, they we did a video chat, and I was like, "Look, here's what I'm going to need you to go get, and I'm going to need you. You're going to be on me on video chat, and I'm, I'll handle it. But this, you're going to have a little bit of skin in the game, and you're going to have to help me through the process." Mm-hmm. So gotcha. So, and those, thankfully, I have, you know have done. They've all gone well, and it's you know they've been able to get rid of the um, situations that they were dealing with. I think some of the ones that are more amplified, I do prefer to go in person just because mm-hmm. of the fact that I do believe that it, cause I don't want them in danger and me. Right. Not. Sure. So with you going into a, a situation with knowing very little or as very as little as possible, uh, is that so that you can come to your own conclusion and you won't be informed by what they think it is? Right. Okay. Part of it being, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be, it to be um, anything with, the, I guess, the information that they're, they're thinking and all of their different opinions and thoughts and everything else like that. That can a lot of times be misconstrued because, I mean, I'll have so many times that people, I've got a demon in my house. I'm like, no, you've got an asshole in your house is what you have. <laughs> no yeah. demon. You know, you just got somebody that just does not have any boundaries. Uh, they didn't have boundaries in life and they still don't. So, you know, it's, it, I don't want to have clouded judgment going into right. it. So just even when people come to me for a medium session, when, you know, to, to communicate with the departed, I don't want any information from them about who the loved one is, how, how they die. Don't give me anything because it'll cloud my judgment. And plus it can impact the person's uh, conception of how well things went. Because they gave me information up front, and they're like, "Well, she found it out, you know." Because I gave her that information up. No, don't don't do that. If you ever find a medium that's asking for any of that stuff up front, beyond a picture, you know, I mean, if they want a photo of something or a video of something that's, you know, if it's a home or a property, that's one thing. But when they start asking a lot of information up front, then yeah, 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 that's that's a fishing expedition. <laughs> sure. What is the um do you find it easier? I mean, I know we live in the technology age, but when you're trying to do readings and things like that over the internet, do do you are you stable? Are you able to connect with them in the same way that you can physically if they're in front of you? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. That um, and that was such an interesting uh, thing. I guess when I first started out, because. As I said at the beginning, this is not what I chose to really, uh, you know, it's not the career path most people elect for. (laughs) When they're growing up, people are like, what do you want to do? And this was not it. And so I went, but when I 
got brought down this path, it was one of those things that the only time I'd ever read for people was drunk on my back porch. Yeah. <laughs> and that is all honesty. I mean, I was just out there. I'd be smoking cigarettes and, uh, and you know, drinking my wine. And I would, like, you know, tell people stuff. Wow. And when I came out of the uh, psychic closet, they were like, you're going to read people and you're going to read them on a Facebook Live and you're never going to have seen them or know anything about them. And I was like, I thought I was going to crap my pants because I did not have, I was like, I don't know that I can even do that. Sure. But I did. And it was unbelievable because I had to realize it wasn't me. It's spirit working through me. I'm just the vessel that they're, you know, using. Wow. How how long ago was that when you first started doing that? My, uh, when I first started going live was when my page began, which we're looking at, we're right at six years. Mm. Dang. So six years now, and I don't do lives anymore just because the only reason I did them in the beginning was to at least prove to people I was legit. Right. (laughs) Because there are so many charlatans that are within this realm. So I wanted people to at least be able to find out a little bit about me, realize what kind of messages that I get, and also just to be able to help, you know, as I kind of built my brand and my name is to let people know, you know, a little bit of information that maybe could help somebody along the way. Sure. So. So did you start reading six years ago also, or did you do some before that? Oh, I was doing it well before that. I'm okay. looking about so I I've been unknowingly reading people probably the majority of my life. But I have like been doing I guess intuitive based readings where I knew that I was you know, giving them messages from the departed loved ones and I was really I guess honed into my gifts. I'm, we're looking at twelve years. So Okay. That's great. Yeah. Is that something that you had to, I know you, you know, you've, I know you develop sort of that. I know you, you have it, but then you develop it, you know, have you found that, is that difficult or, I mean, how much effort have you had to put into it? I guess is is my question. I think it's different for each person. Uh, For me, it was for me, when I, well, I guess 12 years ago, when it started, it was, there's a, I don't know if y'all ever heard of the Dark Night of the Soul. Mm-hmm. So the Dark Night of the Soul is literally like the uh, worst, the worst shit storm of your life. And it is literally when like everything is falling apart and you feel like it's a train wreck. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it, your spiritual awakening is, that's kind of, they happen in tandem. Okay. So you're like going crazy. So it's great. Um, super fun times for, um to have but so during my dark night of the soul is when because i'd always kept blinders up to the spirit realm uh because of the fact that i mean the the one that came to me as a small child was an indian chief he had a hatch in his chest he was in full indian headdress he scared the crap out of me yeah sure. so i mean especially as a young child and i'm like Ugh. so i closed it off a lot and when the dark night of the soul happened it literally ripped those blinders off and it was no longer, you know, something that I held back, could hold back anymore. Like, it was just, I mean, oh, there's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but um, anyway, it, when that happened, it was, it was, it happened and it was no choice. Okay. Sure. Such an adventure, these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I got three. I'm surprised they haven't barked yet. Uh, uh, wow. But 
when that happened, it all came, um, I guess the blinders came off. There are, I do believe that there are people that are out there that maybe they can, that they can develop the gift mm-hmm. and they can develop, you know, communication and things like that. To what extent is going to be varying by each person. And, but, and it's going to really depend on, you know, their, uh, their, the gifts that they were born with, you know, what type of clear they were born with and yeah. what they can actually uh, tap into. Yeah. I, saw this thing yesterday um there was a guy and he was giving a talk and i i just clicked on it i can't remember if it was a a tiktok or a youtube video or something but he was talking about how uh human beings resonate at different frequencies and he he gave three specific frequencies um and he was talking about how Whenever you pick up vibes from something, you know, we have that term vibes. Right. And we can sort of like, for me, like if I, if I feel like something's off with someone, you can't explain it. Your intuition just sort of says something's wrong here. I've, I've had that happen so many times in my life. But, you know, when you look at a long time ago, um, I, I was dating someone that was really into crystals and doing crystal layouts and stuff like that on your body and like, you know, putting putting them on your chakras. And I never did believe in it. And then she did it to me. And then I was a like confirmed. I, I just was like, this is incredible. I could not believe like I, your body just hums at this crazy. It's just odd. It's weird. It is. Uh, you know, and I. I get that because I had when uh, I didn't believe in the crystals at first, and you know, I, even well into my uh, I guess several years into my journey, and one of my girlfriends gave me some, and I was like, "Look," I was like, "Thanks for the rocks." Right. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Appreciate pretty. It. Thank you. Yeah. But out of love for her, I still kept them on me, and so because she was like, "Protection to Alco." All right, whatever. And one day I was walking around my house and I was cleaning and all of a sudden the stones started vibrating extremely intensely uh, in my pocket, cargo pants pocket. And like, it felt like my kneecap was vibrating. And I was like, what? In the-? So I'm all on Google. Why is this rock vibrating? Right, right. <laughs> and it was like it, the, there's some, the high vibrational stones can actually warn you about certain things that are, you know, that you need to be warned about or be aware of. Interesting. And I was like, well, this is BS. I was like, because there's nothing here I would I would know. Right. And then my phone rang and it was uh, the same friend, but it was she's it was her daughter had been playing with a Ouija board and oh. she was concerned about some stuff that she had gotten uh, she had opened up. Oh, wow. And stone knew before I knew uh, what was coming. And I was like, Wow. I'm all looking at the rock. I'm like, so, huh? Maybe there is something with you, rock. Wow, that's crazy. So, wow, it is. Cr- it's like a, it's like a, a mystical pager, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the original. <laughs> the, the, that's right, the OG there. So, right. it's uh, yeah. So now I actually, one of the things that I do is I read crystals and can read stones, and so I can I'll send people pictures if they're having like an intuitive reading, and I'll tell them to choose a certain number. And then I roll them like I'm playing craps in Vegas, and they tell me a story. And it's kind of interestingly odd and very on point. Huh. Wow. Because when Spirit was like, you're going to read crystals, and I was like, how do you read rocks? Yeah. And they're like, we're going to show you. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm game. Yeah, it is interesting. And 
I mean, I know that I wouldn't have believed her. I certainly wasn't before that ever happened. But once that happened to me and she told me I was intoxicated one night and, and I was like, I want you to do that. And she goes, no, I will not. She's like, I will not. We're going to wait till you're sober. And, um, and I'm glad she did. Cause I'd have probably got sick. I mean, that's how, how much it was vibrating my body. I couldn't believe it, but, um, it really, it, it you know, the whole thing about how we communicate the intuition, these freak frequencies, I'm an audio engineer. So I'm, I'm always interested in the world from an audio standpoint right. and, you know, the universe itself, it's sort of like, you know, there's all kinds of crazy frequency type sound stuff that is happening. Um, and it really, it, it makes sense in that way. It's one yes. of the, you know, you can't see it, you know, you can't see waveforms, but the entire world is, um, is an audio based world. Everything, Absolutely. you know, everything makes a sound and what that, what that thing that's originating that sound, whatever is surrounding it also plays into it. And then the people that are observing it also play into it. It's just fascinating stuff. It is fascinating. I don't know if you've ever looked into anything with the Schumann resonance. Uh-uh, what's that? Okay, so the Schumann resonance is the vibration of the Earth. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's frequency that the Earth vibrates at. Okay, yep. It has been vibrating at much higher levels now than it ever has, and that has obviously also been greatly impacted by the different uh, electronics and the amount of, uh, you know, different things that are actually all the different waves of electricity and everything else is going on in yeah. our environment. Uh-huh. It also gets affected by solar storms and, um, and also just regular thunderstorms and rain and all these different sure. events happen can raise that vibration. And a few weeks back, it actually had spiked at one of the highest levels that it had ever hit. And it's insane because people will actually, experience disorientation, loss of time, high blood pressure, anger, you know, if it goes real low, they're lethargic, they're exhausted, you know, there's all these different ways. And that is a the energy frequency, the vibration of earth. Wow. And it's crazy because I mean I went to the doctor one day and he was like, because I deal with migraines every once in a while when there's certain electro, um, different waves that are out there, I guess, in the earth that hit certain levels. And he goes, well, what gets your migraines? And I was like, the Schumann resonance spiking does a really bad thing. And he was like. Come again? <laughs> and I was like, well, and solar storms really affect me also. And he's like, still looking at me like, what in the world? And I was like, I guess I should tell you what I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Are you, are you familiar with uh, sound baths? Absolutely. Yes. I actually have, I was, I did a yoga studio sound bath. I was worked in tandem, mm-hmm. someone that was doing the crystal singing bowls. And mm. I actually went around to the members of the group and I did energy work as she was doing the uh, sound bath. So it was like amplifying the frequencies because they mm-hmm. had the sound from the crystal bowls that she was doing at all the different tones and levels that she was doing. And then I was going around with the energy that flows just naturally through my hands. That can be like a sh- shot of a espresso. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So a sound bath, um, for those listening who haven't heard the term, I've just seen it a couple of times recently pop up. And so it seemed to fit with what you're talking about here and obviously buried the frequencies and everything, but it's not like a, you know, you don't get into a, uh, a, a into water and you know listen to music really loud or anything like that it's basically it's i 
I think it's connected to a meditation kind of thing. And you like you lay down or you're kind of like in meditation and then somebody like basically they have a specially tuned sounds that they channel at you. They hit. Right, uh, like a fork, a giant, you know, tuning fork or whatever, and they or bowl or whatever. Certain different, you know, instruments like the singing bowls and stuff like that. Um, and then that they, you go through a process of just absorbing those frequencies. And um, I think it's usually out, out in nature, which would be best. Yeah, but you know, it kind of just it meant to kind of just set you right, you know. Yeah. Kind of like correct your course a little bit. Because each different frequency is attuned to each chakra's uh, energy. I actually use the tuning forks. I love them. They're fantastic. And, you know, as far as, you know, talking about sounds, I mean, that's an interesting one too. I mean, the frequencies of those and how they can, you know, really help with balancing people's energy. But the the other one, when it comes to, I guess, sound and what I think is really interesting is if you've never listened to any binarial beats. Mm. Oh, yeah, sure. Those are fantastic. I'm talking about frequency there with some different levels of energy. I mean, they can do all kinds of things from healing, you know, healing anxiety and migraines and yeah, everything. When I was a kid, I, 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 I've always loved music, and um, I, I started my first band, I think, when I was like 12 or 13 years old, you know, and we just made a bunch of racket. But what got me hooked was just, just like when everyone is on the same page and and we're and you're all playing together i always said that like that is as close to god as i could ever get just mm-hmm. something about it and it's it's that is magic mm-hmm. um it is i saw a report or something a piece that oh, this is like i don't know 5 or 6 years ago but they somebody did a study on Listening to music through headphones versus listening to music without headphones, but in front of like a proper PA, right? And 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 what your body does in the two different uh, uh, situations, I guess you make your body makes chemicals and produces hormones in the different environments, and when you're when your whole body is exposed to it. It does some crazy stuff to your body. It that's does. Right. And it's a, you know, and that's funny because I actually will recommend when I'm recommending certain binaural beats to people, when I'm after sessions or if there's something that I'll tell them that they need to hear, I always say put in, you have to put in headphones. Yeah. Because you're going to have a different experience and you're going to connect to a different, you know, there's going to be different pitches that you're not going to get if you don't put it on your, you know, put your headphones in with this. Sure. Yeah. So, I want all the uh, all of our single lady listeners right now to just uh, listen to my voice here on uh, the on the volume, make it loud, and focus on the uh, the the energies and the the, the wavelengths that are that are happening. Um, and, and you know, hey, single Get into, I'm not trying to single anybody out. Well, everybody, everybody can match really. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get in touch. Uh, our hey, email hey, look, address. You, you got to take every, you know, take every 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 shot that you can. You know, <laughs> at my age, you know, we're getting there. So sorry. Uh, absolutely. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> I was tw- going to do the Howard Stern thing, but then I was like, ah, I'll pull back. I won't go quite that far. But, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's great. Yeah, but there. I mean, it, that is a an aspect of um, of our reality that a lot of people don't take into consideration. You they know. don't, and you know that's actually there was. I've had a lot of conversations with people about because of not only the Schumann, but also because of the amount of electricity waves that we have now, and the effects and the impacts that it's had on us as a society. Sure. It, you know, and there's and that is a frequency or a uh, energy that most people don't even think of because it's, it's become such a daily part of our society. Right. And, and we're only adding cases of ADHD. Right. There's more anxiety. There's more depression. There's I mean, all of these things are because of a dirty electricity or, an, you know, and they're never able to go out to like when I was a kid and you ran out in the cow pasture and. There was nothing mm-hmm. as far as electrical currents at that point. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is, in a lot of ways, it's it's fundamental in in our makeup as people. And I think that's why, you know, we respond, you know, as even as adults to your mother's voice. It's like you just, you know, you know that, you know the voice, you know what I mean? It's like that thing that you... Uh, you gravitate towards so it's uh, and and with what you do i mean you're you're getting all kinds of information through all kinds of frequencies and things that people are or entities are trying to communicate to you absolutely and uh, it's <clears throat> and it can come in all different ways so you know and it's always been so interesting to be some of the different ways that uh, they that they have come through and i mean different ways that they will communicate and you know if but if I wasn't, because uh, some of them are, you know, are going to be less likely to bring forward a lot of information or they're not going to maybe be, uh, they, they don't have the energetic level to step forward. I mean, but if I didn't recognize the fact that, you know, that they were, you know, tapping me on my shoulder or if I didn't feel their energy step forward uh, and how they were actually able to communicate, I've missed so much of the messages because it wouldn't, I mean, it's almost like, you know, we have to create that language with them to be able to decipher what it is they're bringing, bringing around. Yeah. But they have you know, some of the ones that really step forward and have a lot to say are hilarious. I mean, sometimes. So do you ever just get like, I just can't do this. Like we're for whatever reason, we're not able to make a connection. And then, you know, like that, you know, like you just as bad as you want to, you just can't make it happen. Does that ever happen? Um, I have only had, I want to say, a couple of times that it's ever been experienced where I did not uh, feel like that they wanted to communicate. And so that's why I generally encourage people when they're coming in for a session, one, don't be held uh, down to it being just one person. Mm-hmm. Be open to whatever messages are going to be coming for you because the more open that they are energetically, there can be other messages that are out there. But if you're really just solely on, you know, I just want this one person. Well, you know what? I, what if you piss that one person off? And so they just actually don't even want to talk to you right now. Right. I can't force them. That's like me trying to, you know, force somebody right here to talk to me when right. you don't want to. Sure. So it's, it's very rare that I've experienced it, but they may, a lot of times they may get messages that they didn't want to hear. So I'm like, all right, well, I mean, if you're, this is what you're dead set on, I'm just going to go ahead and say, I mean, my website tells you I'm your no BS connection to spirit and I'm not going to filter anything. <laughs> that's another, yeah, that's another aspect of it that must be kind of hard because I'm sure that there are things that are said that uh, it's like, you know, you're not saying it, this guy's saying it. I'm just right. the messenger. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I've had I'm- plenty 
is they were like, well, that's, and then they'll try to say, well, that's not true. And I'm like, really? That's not, no, it's not. I mean, what did you, why did you come to me if you want to tell me that that's not true? Because I mean, yeah, I'm not, as I promise you, I didn't just, you know, make up and pull it out of left field that I thought you were dealing drugs. Yeah. Right. That's funny. I'm not judging you, but you know, just saying, he said, stop doing that. Right. Hey Barry, yeah. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen a goat sucker? What? Goat sucker, chupacabra. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those? I haven't seen one personally, but I've heard about them. Yeah, me too. If anybody's got a goat sucking story, wait. If you got a goat sucker story, we want to hear it. If you got a Bigfoot story, we want to hear it. If you got a Loch Ness monster story, or a Lake Champlain story, or Ogo Pogo story, or uh, an Oingo Boingo story, wait, that that was an '80s band. Anyway, you got a weird cryptid story, we want to hear it. I didn't even know what a cryptid was, man. Yeah, dude, cryptids—they're like uh, the animals that haven't been necessarily proven by science. They're the ones on the edge. You know, they're not necessarily known animals, but they're known animals. We don't have the bodies or anything like that. So they're kind of like half myth, half story based in reality, but still in that weird mystery area that we don't know about yet. Cryptids are fun. So have you had any, have you had any crazy encounters with like dark entities, uh, like something that you couldn't shake or get rid of for someone else or yourself or any kind of stuff like that? We've had, we've had people on that have told, you know, like stories about shadow figures and things like that, that are, oh, yeah, they can be assholes. Yeah. Uh, they can be, they can be harsh. I have, uh, I have. I've had some that I guess uh, have been hard, I guess harder to get um, them to go the way that I need them to go. Mm-hmm. I, I do have actual some. I have some photographs from one of the cleansings that I did where I literally have bruises on my body. Mm, wow! Where I've been attacked uh, doing a cleansing of a property wow. and worked down with the direction I was interested in taking them, and I was like, you know. So it kind of became like a, uh, I got a spiritual, you know, I got my, you know, I could go jump like it was a gang initiation or something like that. Right. So that one was a tough go. It was, a that was pretty intense. Sure. And, but now, I mean, there's a, I do try my best that when I go into places and spaces that I'm properly, you know, I'm able to properly know what I'm walking into and know how to deal with it. I did also go and get ordained, not only by the uh, the Christian church, but also by the uh, Church of Metaphysics. So that, that I felt like that was one of those ways that it gave me that additional layer layer of being able to work within the spirit realm with the right authority. Right, sure. Because it's not something you want to toy with when you're dealing with some of those negative ones. Right. You'd, you had mentioned before about um, cleansing. So do you perform mm-hmm. cleansings and things like that then? Yep, I've dealt with either uh, I've dealt with land, uh, I've dealt with land properties and people. Okay. Do you and, and besides like the rocking horse, what's the strangest thing that you've ever had to cleanse? Well, uh, you know, some of the entities that you'll see attached to people can be mm-hmm. really weird. Like, I mean, I have um, I had one that was, you know, um, stuck on a woman's shoulder and it was literally had its fingers shoved down into her throat. Mm. 
And so she and she was like constantly dealing with issues with her throat, you know, having all kinds of sicknesses. And she didn't know. And I was like, I mean, you always feel like you're choking. So, I mean, this shouldn't be a surprise to you that there is like a spider monkey on your back right now. It's been choking you for a while now. Wow. You just didn't see it because it's not something that most people would see with their physical eyes. So what causes something like that? Uh, A mental state? A lot of times it can be from a mental state. It can be from a lot of people will, I think everyone puts on certain masks when we deal with trauma and with, you know, things that are not easy for us to face. And sometimes people just get a little too comfortable with those masks and they, then they actually can manifest into, you know, something much more uh, aggressive. There's also ones that come with them from other incarnations. Okay. So, from past lives and there could be some sort of a soul contract or a soul tie hmm. they're tied to this entity and that actually needs to be uh they need to have that broken or dealt with somebody that can actually go in and renegotiate or help them to clear out whatever it was that it was there for that that sounds like a difficult process it can be yeah it can so it can take some time depending upon the person. I've had one person that, I mean, I knew that he had what was with him. had been there for many lifetimes. But by the time he got to me, he was so exhausted mm-hmm. and so worn down that, you know, he was ready to give whatever he had to to get rid of, you know, everything that was weighing him. And it literally took one time. I mean, I, I saw him one time and I mean, he was. He was like, I, I can breathe, and this is a whole different. I mean, he's like, I don't even think you understand that. I'm like, no, I mean, I really do, but I'm I'm grateful that it, you know, that you're there now. So, but I think sometimes we become a very, we don't even realize that those masks are actually separate. They're not sure. us. Yeah. Right. Sure. That makes kind of part of our identity. Yeah. Well, and that makes sense. I've dealt with depression my entire life, and it feels like a monkey on your shoulder sometimes. You know, sometimes it feels like a gorilla on your shoulder. And, it can. Yeah, and if you don't deal with it, it can get it can get tough. You know, and yeah. and that's I think that's one of the things about mental state that uh, is difficult for people uh, to understand is there are so many different forms of of mental state and. Um, that's not that's not saying that spirituality doesn't play into it at all. It certainly does, but one feeds off the other. You know, it does. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, there's an article, and I would I encourage anybody to look it up. It's on Google, and it was actually it's uh, if you Google uh, um, African shaman visits mental hospitals in the U.S. Mm, okay, just Google that, and I'm going to tell you it is one of the most interesting articles, and it's a true story, and it's about a shaman from Africa that had heard about the hospitals, uh, mental hospitals in the U.S. and how they were treating their mental health patients. Wow. He wanted to visit them because he needed to understand why he was they were being treated the way that we were being treated. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to actually prove a point by proving that you can actually treat them the shaman way and right. natural healing. But it's a process sometimes. Sure. And he took a young man that was a schizophrenic, and he actually healed him, and he was free of all medications and was able to go around the world teaching his, what he had actually learned. Wow. So it's an interesting article. Um, I would I'll encourage you to, you know, definitely check it out. But it's, you know, uh, it's all interesting to, uh, you know, a lot of times we're given all these medications, and all it does is uh, numb. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. everything, and yeah. we're not actually dealing with what it is. Yeah. That, uh, experiencing. And you have a left sh- your left shoulder. It feels heavy all the time. Me? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I have some issues. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, there, that's a lot of where you're holding um, whatever the energy is, is on your left shoulder. It stays within your left shoulder. And that is where some of that, um, the energy from the the depression. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Wow. So if you have help with that, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. I know a girl. Huh? So I know a girl that can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Wow. Yeah. That, um, you know, that the, um, the way that we're, we're starting to kind of, it's funny, we're kind of starting, if you go to the edges of humanity in this day and time, we're starting to come back to the shamanic sort of ways now, finally, but, uh, it's taken quite, quite a long time. And unfortunately, when you make great strides and doing things like that, there's going to be people that screw it up, you know? Well, I think a lot of this is, I mean, I think because of Big Farm and uh, because of all the, um, you know, the the way that it has all been put together, I mean, it's made it almost where, you know, people feel dependent upon all these different ways that it needs to be treated. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, everything's spiritual and there's no illness. No, that's not true because then that'd be, you know, that's just horse crap. But I do believe that there are, you know, ways that things can be dealt with through natural and herbal medications and things like that that aren't going to keep you trapped in a cycle of, you know, just medication and uh, treatment, this numbing or, or masking conditions that could really honestly be dealt with in a completely different way for different results. Yeah, that's great. That's a that's a healthy way of going about it. Yeah. Kind of marrying all, all, you know, all sides of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but very much so. I mean, it, I... Well, and I think I came from a place of also understanding because when I when I started this journey, I was I was extremely sick, and a lot of mine was for my own uh, mental unrest and a lot of my own you know battles within my life. Mm-hmm. And you know they they diagnosed me with conditions that they said seventy year old men should have, not me. Wow. And I was in my you know late twenties, early thirties at wow. that time. Wow. So. After going down this journey, I actually have been able to uh, free myself of all the medications, and I don't uh, have those illnesses anymore the way that I did. But it was also because I had to come to terms with some of the stuff that I was not working through. Sure, that's great. So that's an that's an amazing thing. That's that's something to be proud of, you know. And the fact that you're helping people, and um, I mean that that's 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 a great that's a great thing to do as a human. Yeah, well, I think we all need a place that uh, we can find peace in, in our in this world, and we also need it without judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, so, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of the main reasons we we started this particular podcast, invited people to come on and share those stories that they might not normally share with right. their experiences, because you know people are you know tend to be judgmental a little bit, right. you know, even the most open-minded person might see, well, oh, well, I, okay, I'll believe in this and I'll go along with that, but I don't know about that. And know we're, about you know, we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's, but we're, we're, our goal is to make it a comfortable 
fun place for everybody to just come and talk and share their cool stories because we just love hearing them. Right. Well, I think it's uh, it's a great thing where people can start to understand different walks of life and different paths and mm-hmm. and, and embrace your weird. I mean, you know, I mean, absolutely. What it is, I mean, you know, I always tell my son, like, look, I try to bring in the weird and actually, you know, tuck it in my, but it falls out my pants leg, man. It, every time it just falls out my pants leg every time. <laughs> <laughs> so. But it, it, the, we always put those masks up, and I mean, whether it's from shame or from, you know, fear and all these other things that uh, mm-hmm. are making us go to that place. And that's just another way that we're just not living a, an authentic life. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, yeah, our con- our conformity to uh, normalcy or what's perceived to be the norm. Right. It, uh, you know that that restrains us from you know, being our true selves and embracing life to the you know and our potential to the fullest. And you know, I mean, everybody struggles with that, even regardless of how you know repressed or unrepressed you are. But you know, when you repress yourself, then you deny yourself what you know to be you. That's when it gets problematic. And I would imagine that also could invite a lot of spiritual type trouble as well. Absolutely. It absolutely does. And I think it keeps people also trapped within cycles. Mm -hmm. And it keeps them stuck in situations that will make them to where it's almost like they're on this um, this little merry-go-round that you're just going to keep going through these same things over and over and over again. Because you were brought here to face a certain situation or a certain, you know, life experience. And the more that you run from it or the more that you try to cover it up and maybe kick, you know, some pine straw over it, then it's going to get louder and louder and louder, which Mm -hmm. is that's what I always say with my journey was when I tried to, you know, kick some, you know, dirt over it and might ignore the, (laughs) ignore the fact that I was talking to spirits, you know, it just louder and louder and louder. And, you know, coming out was, um, coming out of that psychic closet was one of the most freeing experiences I've ever had. And then really coming out and like actually doing it into public platforms and helping others has been, uh, it really does start to allow you to live into a different place. And that's why I think it's great that y'all are even doing what you're doing because it's allowing people to say, this is who I am. This is what I'm, what I'm about. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We believe in it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, we want to thank you so much for coming on and, and want you to uh, – how can people get in touch with you, plug plug whatever you want to plug? We know you have a podcast. You've been on lots of podcasts, radio shows. How can people get in touch with you? Clairvoyantjust.com. So clairvoyantjust.com I've got on uh, – it's my website. It's got the links to my the show, the it, Ghostly Encounters. It's on the uh, on there. It has my book now tab. They can actually schedule for a consultation with me if they want to just take a few moments to speak to me. And the consultations are either whether you want help with your intuitive uh, journey yourself, or whether you want to talk about trauma healing, kind of how I can help you with those. Or you can just book a session if you don't feel like you need a consultation. You can just book it all the way through there. And it also has all the links to every one of my social networks on my website. So. I do intuitive reads a lot of times on Facebook, TikTok, and also uh, Instagram. Great. Oh, cool. Fantastic. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we'll, this has been really, this has been great. And we will definitely have to have you back on to share some more of your stories and and, uh, just, you know, just have a great chat. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't even get a share about, you know, the time that somebody um, asked him about peeing in the pants or even the lady that was, you know, he said, don't tell her not to forget her panties. I left that one out. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you definitely come back. Oh, we'd yes. love to have you back for sure. Absolutely. I appreciate y'all having me on and I appreciate y'all's time and I hope that y'all have a great night. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E- dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well it's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors well jess thank you very much for joining us uh that was like i said that was a lot of fun and you know barry whenever uh i don't know if this has happened to you uh, she was said but her her how her son said uh he kind of hoped that she would tell people that she was a prostitute over being right. yeah yeah a, yes. a medium because it would be easier to explain and understand yeah that says a lot uh, that says a lot doesn't it that's yeah. funny though that would be hard to have that ability because you're if you're not real comfortable with yourself and the way that you move throughout this world you could be it could be tough feeling that kind of those those questions and people who don't really understand what you're doing, you know, the side eye kind of stuff. Um, which again, goes back to our podcast here and what we do. And we get a lot of people that have these types of experiences that do get the side eye from people that come on here, express these things. And it's, it's just a great place to do it. And, um, and it gives us understanding a little bit of peek into somebody's life like Mm -hmm. herself. Yeah. One of the really interesting aspects that I don't know if we really heard this before, but how she said that she, you know, whenever she's, I get channeling, I guess for like yeah. a better term, someone, how she kind of you know like takes on their their aspects, but also like how their fa- her face kind of changes as yeah. well, and you know that's just. Yeah, that's that's wild. It man. makes sense though because it's, you yeah. know your your emotions are red on your face. I think in a lot of ways, you know that old thing about they say if you want to become a happier person, smile because there's chemically something in your body mm-hmm. that like changes when you when you do that. I don't know. It's weird. Your 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 brain makes the connection. You know yeah. that if if you're taking on the personality of someone, you got all that emotional stuff that's coursing through you. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. I've never, I never had that experience, but I'm just saying from the outside looking in that uh, I can only imagine 
that that's what is happening. All those feelings and those things are expressing themselves through her face and through her body. So cool stuff, man. We appreciate Jessica coming on and sharing her life with us and her stories and how she gets around and navigates this wild, weird world. And yeah, we'll definitely have to have Jess back on in the future so we can have her tell the story uh, about the channeled person who said to her to tell the be the tell the recipient of the message to uh, remember to not leave the house uh, without her panties yeah, on. That's right. That's right. That's uh. That's that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be. Yes. So, all right. Well, um, that's it for this week. Um, we are always looking for your stories and looking to communicate with you and talk to you and hear your incredible stories of epic adventures or true crime or ghost and haunting and possession or your dealings with Bigfoot or other cryptids, UFOs, either seeing them or being abducted, or there's so much that is covered by this wide brushstroke of weird in What's Your Weird Story. We'd love to talk to some, you know, some police officers. You know, we know that they've got some wild stories to share. Yes. Um, you know, undertakers, uh, doctors, nurses, you know, Anybody who's got a slightly unusual career and you got some good stories, you know, maybe yep. you're a rodeo clown. Maybe, um, you know, we talked to the sideshow clowns, our friends. That's right. Um, you know, we've got um, we so much ground to cover and we love hearing stories and love talking to you guys. So shoot us an email, W-Y-W-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Get a hold of us at uh, What's Your Weird Story on Instagram. Uh, you can find our Facebook page. You can email us through there. You can find us on Twitter. Sadly, uh, I keep saying that. I'm trying to get better at Twitter, but I, I never do. Um, but you can reach us there. We'll still check it. We'll get notified. Call us on that hotline. Make that hotline bling. There's a nice, you know, five-year-old reference for you out there. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you can call us at... 513-909-9821. You can leave a, three, a message up to three minutes. I believe it's a free phone call within the United States. I don't know about internationally, but you can do that as well. You can record a message. You can leave a story there. Uh, if it's a longer than three minutes, you can leave you know all your story there. If you don't necessarily, if you want to share your story but not talk to us, but we're, we're fun guys to talk to. But you know we understand some people are mic shy. You can do it there, or you can, you know, email us your stories, as I mentioned before. Barry, you know who we got next week? Oh, man, I'm super, super excited. We've got Valiant himself. That's right. Valiant himself, lead singer of Valiant Thor, uh, host of the Out There Talk uh, Instagram Live show uh, series. He's... uh, He's an old friend of mine. Um, I know him by his Earth name, but his cosmic name is Valiant himself. And uh, those of you out there who have known me since uh, my my Greenville days know who I'm talking about. But uh, 
I keep, I'm sorry, I keep pausing almost to say his reveal his secret identity. <laughs> you know, you can't have Batman on and call him Bruce yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do it. He was but, uh, he was awesome though, dude. Yeah, the, the people yeah. are you guys are gonna love it. You guys are gonna love yeah. this uh, podcast. It's really really good. And you were on his show, right? You were on yes. his show. Yeah, I was on his show last week, and it was a lot of fun. You can go to uh, his Instagram, out there talk, all one word, and uh, you can find his previous episodes. He does a show every Tuesday and Wednesday night at midnight Eastern. Um, So, you know, if you're after, you you can listen to this, uh, then you can go check out his show over there. And, um, but yeah, we had a great talk. We had a fun time uh, reminiscing and, off and on mic talking about uh, music and having all the weird connections uh, through people and then through life and just all sorts of things. And just a great, you know, kind of just about our journey uh, here all together, uh, his journey and um, cool stuff, man, really cool stuff. Definitely different and um, definitely worth checking out. So join us next week for that. In the meantime, um, if you like our show and you're on Apple, uh, you're listening to us on an Apple iTunes or Apple podcast, give us a, a review and a rating. Um, or, you know, if you're on some other place that uh, you listen to and they allow you to do reviews and ratings, do that. Let us know. We'd love to hear uh, that. We like getting feedback from you guys. You know, we like to communicate with you. So... But so uh, you know, consider this is like you know, it's like having coffee or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm running out of ideas here, but uh, we're not running out of interviews and people to talk to uh, because we know that all of you are going to be queuing up um, to talk to us here in the near future. We love you guys. You are the best, Weirdsville, um, the most incredible, eclectic, and embracing community in all of the virtualness of the internet and in the actualness of the real world, or maybe that's reversed. Who knows? Tune in next week. Maybe you'll have an answer. I, 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 you know, I don't know. Anyway, Barry, shut me off. Cut me off. It's time to go. All right. Weirdsville. See you next time. Be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.